0: Sam, you'd be so proud of me. I had, uh, two Beyond Burgers for lunch today. Wow!
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Hello and welcome <laughs> to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies we loved in our youth and find out if there's still any good. I'm Brett.
3: And I'm Sam. I'm Ash. Are <laughs> <laughs> <We> still- <laughs> I was so
0: confused. Um, I guess my name is Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
3: how did we?
2: Because you, because Patrick always
3: goes, and I'm Pat. Oh, <laughs> I was trying to. Okay, I'm real she was bad trying
2: at Trying to do the transatlantic accents. I was.
3: Accent I, was I was. Yeah. Yeah, because well, oh. Brett started out all fast talking. Oh, and I see. That's
0: exactly what I thought too. I, I was, I got a transatlantic vibe from oh, Brett. Thank you.
3: Okay, I'm the, not that bad yeah. at acting. I mean, I really <laughs> am that bad at acting, but. You know. <laughs> and today
4: <laughs> we have a very special guest. We have Casey Garrison
1: welcome say, this say is hi, your dad. Casey. this is your moment you can, you talk can speak now, now? No, you can't yeah. talk okay. now.
2: We, we gave him we, clear instructions shut up before. before
4: we said don't
3: talk until we introduce you <laughs> <laughs> you sit there and you think about what you've done this is a podcast and you're not allowed to talk on. yeah you're just here
2: uh Share your you put your on human so clothes scared. for this today <laughs> <laughs> But yes, welcome to yeah. the show.
4: And Casey, you are an accomplished writer. How many books have you written now?
5: I, I, I don't know. Oh, no. Um, uh, this
4: many, so, right? Uh, Podcasts, like, so this works. This many. Yeah, um,
5: fingers. <laughs> 11 or 12 under one pseudonym. Whoa. Nice. That's crazy. That's, we That's got like
2: so many books. <laughs> double novelists on our podcast right yes. <laughs> now.
4: So now Patrick feels uh, comfortable with his own... His own kind. Yes.
2: (laughs) We've got one of you, Pat. uh, (laughs)
4: That's racist, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, tell, Tell the people about what you write and where they can find you.
5: I write murder mysteries and horror, and you can find me in Portland, Oregon.
3: OK, but your
4: books
5: <laughs> <laughs> and you Yeah, can- <laughs> just go
3: search murder mystery books and you'll definitely find out these if
4: you would like a book. Show up at Casey's doorstep and <laughs> ask for what
5: um, you can get them pretty much on Amazon dot com uh, Wattpad. There's a few available to read for free and also <laughs> Smashwords.
4: Yeah, and a couple of them are, like, number one in your category, right, on Amazon?
5: Yes, I have two that were number one murder mysteries in their respected category. Congratulations. Sub-category. Thank
4: you. That's That's amazing. Amazing.
5: Very cool. Yeah.
4: yeah. So, naturally, we brought you on for a musical.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, not just any musical. Oh a murder musical. <laughs> Wait, really? There's murder in
4: this? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, All okay. Right. I didn't realize that. And now I'm even more excited. If there's one thing
2: Chicago's known for, it's.
3: Murder.
4: murder. murder.
2: Pizza. Oh, murder. <laughs> <laughs> thank yes.
0: you. Thank you. Let's take it easy.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, my uh, home. Patrick
4: is in my home. Chicago. Know. No, you're no, not. He's you're in No, city. I mean, I'm Cincinnati. from. Chicago. Yeah. I'm originally
0: from Chicago. Yes. We're talking um, just
3: the.
2: Patrick, is it known play. for murder?
3: Not yes, I
4: Chicago mean, um,
0: yeah, like, it's but yeah, that's part of it. It has a know.
3: very high <laughs> murder rate. <laughs> kind of
0: but like it's very, very lovely.
3: It is. I love Chicago. It's, it's a
4: great. No, place.
0: it's great. Listen, I, you know when what, murders honestly, around
4: the corner, you become a well-developed person because you really have to watch out. You know, so mm-hmm. that's that's what made Patrick into who he is today. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna do a 10 second quick plug for the city and that. Um, not that it needs my help with its tourism, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'll tell you honestly, it, it's just because it's so massive. You know, of course, crime numbers are high, but anywhere you would go, like as a tourist, you're pretty fine. You're pretty okay. safe. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, but uh, me
2: and Sam, I think Chicago. Probably, well, me specifically, favorite city. Like I love Chicago.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, it's it's great. In this put this way, it's great in the summer. I'm a warm weather, so I love the yeah. city. But I'm also a warm weather person. Who mm. despises winter? Who I uh, hate winter. So do you hate it if, enough to kill? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you gave no. me, Chica- yeah. Uh-huh. I'd love like uh, Southern California weather in Chicago.
1: Mm. Yeah,
3: mm. Uh, it gets that also can be too extreme because we moved in a hundred and fourteen degree heat. Uh, it just depends on where you're
4: in Southern in, California. Yeah. Where I live, Ash it's 65 degrees year round. <laughs> it's
3: yeah. Wonderful. Oh, you're so spoiled. Yep.
5: Well, if you want to learn more about Chicago, you can read about it in my book, Deadliest Places on Earth, Ooh. available on Amazon.com. Oh,
0: that's
3: awesome. definitely adding to the bad Sorry, Patrick, that we're not Pat helping you
1: <laughs> <out> <laughs> <again>. <laughs>
0: Wait. So, Casey, is that. I saw that because I was looking at, is that a a fiction or nonfiction? It is my first nonfiction series. Whoa.
1: Ooh. Interesting.
5: Mm. Cool. Cool. I'm planning 10 of them in the series and then publishing them hardcover
0: in two volumes. Ooh. Oh my God. You're ambitious. That makes me feel, uh, That just sounds like a lot of work. Planning 10 of them. I I plan like one and a half books in advance.
3: That is awesome. Um, but, yeah, if you hadn't guessed, we're watching Chicago. Yeah, it was, it, I guess it was like, yeah. I can't even remember if we said <laughs> no, we didn't. the name. Yep. Um, yeah, Chicago, the 2002 classic uh, starring Renee Zellweger, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Richard Gere, mm. um, a few other. Richard,
2: Richard Grier.
3: Grier. That's apparently. <laughs> like the
1: cheese? <laughs> like the cheese.
3: That's apparently how we're supposed to refer to him on the podcast. Oh, I see. According to Brett. Mm-hmm. Uh this is a journey. <laughs> yes. yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um so in this musical too is also Queen Latifah, which I had totally forgotten <gasps> about. Oh. Yeah.
0: Didn't uh, she didn't she win an Oscar? Or she was nominated I for an Oscar?
3: No. Sure.
0: That <laughs> I, that did
3: not come up in my search, but I have some cool <laughs> shit that I researched. Um Christine Bar Baronsky, who um you remember from Mamma Mia, Into the Woods, Birdcage.
2: Cage. She was nominated.
3: She was oh, excellent. Okay. Um Birdcage. Oh, we gotta do
4: Birdcage. It's a great
3: movie. Aww. Yep. And then we also got Lucy Lou in this, which I had forgotten about. Wow. Oh, and of course, uh John C. Riley. Yay. What yeah. a diverse cast. It's a great cast. Wow. Yeah. So, our director here is Rob Marshall, who he most recently directed the Mary Poppins Returns movie,
1: Ooh,
3: okay. um, Into the Woods, Nine, which I hadn't really heard of, Memoirs of a Geisha, um, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Oh. Wasn't so, Nine,
2: was Nine the animated one with the weird <coughs> little puppet guy? Nope, the,
0: nope. Not that, that was one. the... There was two. There was an animated Puppet 9, and then there was one. I think it was a musical. I didn't see it, but is it... Um,
1: it's two Oh, Oh,
0: what's nine. the guy? The I think, isn't Daniel Day-Lewis in
3: it or something? Or it something? Uh, is Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's just so much dumb things in this head, and, and I forget. <laughs> I, I forget to do something in the afternoon that my wife told me to do in the morning. But I remember who started a movie I've never seen. Listen, from- <laughs> what, the way
4: I think about it is, you have to make space for the important things, and yeah. the first one wasn't an important thing.
2: It's it's part of it's part of being a professional media consumer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: Um, okay, so some some numbers facts before I get into the cool facts. Uh, it has a projected budget of forty five million, um, wow. but it grossed one hundred and seventy million. Holy shit! In just the U.S., worldwide three hundred and six million. So this was definitely a success. Uh, yeah, they did good. Yeah, yeah, they did. I mean, I remember like my mom and my grandma had the soundtrack. And we're like listening to it when I came out. So definitely had some staying power interesting facts chicago i think of it as a film adaptation of the play it's actually a remake of a 1927 film named chicago Mm. this is casey when i told casey we were watching
4: chicago he was like which one and i was like i didn't know there were two
3: yeah yeah (laughs) so who knew
1: he did, um, <laughs>
3: <he> did. <laughs> <He> did. <laughs> new um, so the film was based off of a real person what yeah, Beulah may anon, and she was like a real <laughs> real woman who in nineteen twenty four murdered her side lover, uh, totally in line with the movie.
4: Ash hasn't seen this, by the way.
3: No, I have seen
4: this movie. I just
3: remember nothing. (laughs) It happens happens in the first part of the movie. Um, It's fine. So, yeah, Uh and it like totally, the events of her real life inspired the movie. And then the play Chicago Mm. was not written until 1975. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? Interesting. Yeah, that's a long
4: time between. Did someone uh stumble upon like the news story, and they were like, "This looks interesting."
3: I don't. Maybe I don't know. I didn't really research too much of the background of the play, but Bob Fosse
5: and Gwen Verdon, I think, was the director and choreographer.
3: Oh, yes yeah yeah like fossy uh. fossy Bob fossy,
5: yeah, give him the old saucy <laughs> fossy yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah he um he says he wrote the book according to IMDB, so apparently oh, there's, there's also a book listen, there's so many surprises here yeah I, this is this story has a lot of staying power. The screenplay for the film was written by Bill Candon. Condon condom. Say. Not condom.
2: <laughs> will, will, will william condom. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> uh,
0: Why is it?
3: <laughs> I am mean, uh, moving on. Too early for sex strokes, guys. <laughs> it's
1: never I've too I've had early. my coffee, man. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, that was about the extent of the cool facts that I looked up. I realized after Brett pointed that out, I was going to go into more detail about what happened with Pula, but it Spoilers. will spoil the movie. Yeah. So oh, well. maybe I talk about that after. Shoot.
2: But, but Casey, you seem to know a lot about.
3: Yeah. Chicago. Do you have any
4: facts?
2: Mm-hmm.
5: I was producer and marketing director. And no, that's it.
4: Not on the movie.
5: But no, in the, the play. In the play. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, that's what I, I was going to. Patrick too. Like, was like, "Wait, Holy what? No. Buried the lead here." <laughs> I,
5: um, I have a background in musical theater before I went to film school, and worked on a lot of plays like Into the Woods, uh, Chicago, Mama Mia. I. Could go the rest of my life without ever seeing Mamma Mia again, and I would be okay with that. <laughs> I still oh, no. have PTSD.
2: Waking up, oh. cats, Chicago. Oh no! <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> so,
5: oh,
3: no.
2: Um, but
3: Chicago's okay,
4: right? We're just
2: we're just dragging you through this thing to torture you like, ah, again. He's
4: gonna be in the corner and just like rocking back and forth. And <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, do you know any more fun facts about the film? you have
2: any, any crazy uh, uh, Chicago production fan? stories?
5: Um, I do have one that was behind the scenes when we held auditions for it um, in community theater. We didn't have enough women who auditioned for it. So what? we turned some of the women roles into men roles. So um, mm. uh, <gasps> one of them, uh, the Renee Zellweger character who we'll see was played by a drag queen.
1: Oh, really? oh cool. that that's great.
3: awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That is awesome. I love that.
5: That sounds like a lot of fun. And the set design was the easiest set design I've ever worked with oh, because yeah. Bob Fosse was a minimalist,
1: apparently. Oh. So
5: he never uses backdrops. It's just black curtain.
3: Okay. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw the um The Broadway version of Chicago at the Pantages in L.A. And a lot of the set was actually done through shadow. So they did like the bars of the prison through light. It was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Super
2: fun. I recall this movie having like a pretty true to that kind of feel to it. I think they they're pretty minimalist in the film as well for Mm -hmm. several sequences. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. For like the dance sequences.
4: I have a fun um, uh, Chicago fact that only I and Case will appreciate. But uh, they do a Chicago-themed song in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And I'm just now realizing about the minimalism. Like, they also did sort of a minimalist Mm. style with the set design for it and everything, too. And they did it kind of more with lights, like you were talking about. Interesting.
5: I think it really adds to the direction they're trying to go with chicago trying to bring out that grittiness of the yeah. era like yeah. everything is kind of noir and dreary and
1: yeah. mm-hmm. you know
5: you think you might need a tetanus shot every time you go into a bar <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh-huh. sounds fun
5: <laughs> yay chicago
1: yeah Ooh, one, more fun.
3: <laughs> uh, one more fun cool fact um Beyonce actually wanted the role of Mama Morton, who Queen Latifah ended up playing. Oh. So, super interesting. Because in 2002, Beyonce was still like, she was well known, but I don't think she was as. She wasn't Beyonce. She wasn't, like, she wasn't
0: Beyonce. Queen Bay.
3: Yeah, que- yeah, exactly. Queen of America Beyonce that she is now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Uh, Bryce and I call her <laughs> the Beyonce. The <laughs> yeah.
1: Beyonce.
4: Okay. Uh, so should we get into what people remember or predictions? Yeah. Let's hear it. Um well has everybody seen this? I guess no so, No, no. Casey. Fat. He <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've actually I've actually never seen the movie. <gasps> oh but but I have seen the Broadway show on Broadway.
4: Okay. Interesting.
0: Which is kind of I was laughing at it because I was living in Chicago. My now wife, at the time girlfriend, was in New York for work. She extended her trip through the weekend. I flew out to meet her for like a three-day, just hop around Manhattan for three days. Mm-hmm. She wanted to do something. which we, we, we touristed it up, you know, all like the most hokiest touristy things ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so she wanted to see a Broadway show. Chicago was playing. So I'm like, so you had me take a flight from Chicago to New York. <laughs> To go see Chicago.
3: Worth <laughs> 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 it. That's hilarious.
0: Uh, but yeah, I've actually never seen the movie. Oh,
3: version, so. okay. Do you remember who played, um, who was in your no. Play? No. Um, no. When I saw it in L.A., one of the other members of Destiny's Child <gasps> was playing Renee Zellweger's character. <gasps> Oh, cool. super funny. I didn't like her characteristics. She played oh. Roxy as super ditzy. And I did not I did not like it. Mm-hmm. But I like that they cast a black woman to play her. That was cool.
1: hmm
2: Um I remember really liking this movie.
3: Well, this was your pick, right? We didn't talk
2: well, about that. Yeah, a little, little bit. I we we were kind of like running through the ones we could watch and I was like, I, re- I really like Chicago.
3: Yeah. Um, I think we brought it up during Moulin Rouge when we were talking about musicals. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah.
2: We were gonna do sound of music, but it was three hours long, so <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not doing sound of music. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've, I've seen this movie. I saw it a bunch when it was like first out. Like, mm-hmm. I it just kept coming up. Like, I wasn't like seeking to watch it, but I'm glad I watched it all those times. So I've, I feel like I remember quite a bit about this movie. Uh, and I think you guys are gonna like it. I think it's it's got the good songs and the stage play. It's feel. got the
4: music. <laughs> No. I has got the
2: pictures. Hey, not all of the, the musicals have the good songs. Sometimes it's it's just, there's just sound going on. You're like, why did they do this?
3: And, and sometimes the songs, you're just like, oh, you're singing again. Like, <laughs> why? It,
2: it'll be like the the songs that they added to The Lion King.
3: Yeah, the Broadway adaptation <laughs> added a few songs to Lion King, and, and they don't need to be there. So, <laughs> Anyway, uh, Ash. Um, so I... I did see this movie when it came
4: out, and I don't think I've seen it since. And I remember seeing it and thinking, I don't understand what all the hubbub is about. I didn't particularly like it.
2: Are you the 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 friend who also just generally doesn't like musicals?
4: So that's the thing. it's like I'm no, but
2: she, I, love
4: I she loved Moulin Rouge. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm very, I like musicals. But I am very selective with the ones I like. Mm. Like, uh, I know this is going to sound like blasphemy, but I went and saw Wicked and I hated it. And I think I'm, like, one of the only people alive who hate Wicked. But I just... i just w- as wasn't long as my you thing. don't say
3: you hate Hamilton.
4: Like, I haven't seen that yet. Chill.
3: I would like to see that.
4: <laughs> uh, but, like, I like Little Shop of Horrors and I like Moulin Rouge and I like Galavant and I like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So, like, I think... There's certain musicals that I do like, usually if it's, like, a musical comedy, that's, that's like, my jam. You know? Like, Flight of the Concords. Fucking love that. Um, yeah. But, like, serious musicals, I'm usually not as much of a
3: fan. It, is it, like, the gooey... The gooiness, yeah,
2: like, like <laughs> it's like a gross gooey musical. No, like
3: it Whoa. just Goey, gets all over my body. Is how yeah. I imagine it. You know, mm-hmm. like Wicked is all about like friendship and coming together. Yeah, and totally. Oh, I'll be the villain so you can survive. Like, you,
4: yeah.
5: you do you a moat. great Christian Chenoweth. <laughs> <laughs> I love
3: Christian. <laughs> Amazing.
4: Uh, yeah, it's like I feel like. I feel like when a musical is taking itself too seriously, I'm out, you know, like when it's, mm-hmm. I think that's why I like comedy musicals. Cause they, they're like, clearly like, it's ridiculous that we're singing and we know that it's ridiculous, you know?
5: So will you be seeing Beetlejuice the musical when it goes to LA?
3: Ooh. Wait, is that a real thing? I didn't yes. know that was a oh thing.
4: My God.
5: Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> I, I will like, be seeing yes, that. Definitely.
3: I don't yeah. know if that would be good, but I will go and see it.
5: It looks delightfully campy, but campy in a good way.
3: Okay. Okay.
4: Um, so, yeah, so I don't remember much because I think I've only seen this film once, but I do really like Renee uh, um, And now that I know that there's a murder in it, I'm even more excited because I don't remember that. <laughs>
0: <Interesting>. <laughs> it's like, isn't that like the plot yeah. Yeah. revolves around yeah. that?
4: <laughs> yes, it does. That's yeah. how much I, I think, remember. They, they
0: <laughs> that's in. literally the only thing I do remember <laughs> is that the plot revolves around a murder. murder. Like, yep. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um but yeah that's so I'm excited that I hope that it
3: sorts my expectations and that I enjoy it. All I right. hope so too because I really like this movie and I'll be very sad if you hate it. Oh. <laughs> so uh, but so you have clearly seen oh, yeah. the play. Oh yeah. I've and- seen the play. I've seen the movie saw the movie before the play was actually kind of disappointed in the stage production version of it. Cause I love the movie so much. Mm. Um, Take that Casey shots fired. I, oh, I, I, I think if I had seen it the other way around, it would have been much better. Um, and also the, the fact that the Roxy character was played as ditzy. And oh. That bothered me. So, mm-hmm. um, but the movie I thought was really well done Uh, They really, like, walk that line between, like, feeling like a play but still feeling like a movie. Mm -hmm. And the songs don't feel annoying or slow the plot down from my memory. I hope I'm correct.
2: I think there's, like, one slow one in there.
3: Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. But (laughs) I think it's going to be fun. The actors are amazing. Uh, They did a lot of work, like— learning how to dance for these roles. Mm. So like Richard Gere and Renee Zellweger, I think Catherine Zeta-Jones too, they all did all their own dancing and singing. So,
2: Choreographed dancing is like really hard. Yeah. While singing.
3: While mm. singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried?
2: <laughs> I can't <Yes>.
5: imagine.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's very
1: difficult.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, Pat or Casey, whoever wants to go next.
0: Um, I, I remember liking the live show, enjoying the live show. So I'm anticipating kind of a mild enjoyment. I'm not the biggest <laughs> musical <laughs> fan. No, but I'm saying I am saying i don't remember. Honestly, literally, I don't remember anything except, like I said, it has to do with 1920s era Chicago crime and a murder a murder case. But uh, I remember enjoying the show. By the way, Ash, uh, I love the shout out to Gallivant. I love oh that shout I I That was hilarious. It's the best. Um, it was criminal that that got canceled. I but uh, so I, I think I'm anticipating to enjoy it. Okay. I'll just put kind of a uh, like, like, more than like Moulin what's the word Rouge.
4: more than you enjoyed Moulin Rouge probably.
0: Yeah. Yes. I think <laughs> yes. If we're ranking, if we're ranking musicals, which I don't want to pit them against each other. Cause that's not fair to them. I do, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. I predict I will enjoy it more than Moulin Rouge.
3: Okay. okay. I mean, obviously the Disney musicals are at the top for you. I
0: yeah. mean, they're just in their own category. So
3: oh, yeah. <laughs> obviously gosh, weird. So, Casey, mm.
4: what are you expecting? <laughs> PTSD.
5: Oh, There's going to be some
0: crying, some <laughs> memories that I've forgotten that will come flooding back. That's t- <laughs> Casey, Casey crying, not in the movie. Yeah, that's yeah. me <laughs> crying. Not the characters. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. It's... The way I
5: feel about Chicago is, is I call it, "big butts." It's like that—you
4: <laughs> that cannot lie.
5: <laughs> it's like that song "Anaconda," um, <laughs> where it's really fun the first fifty to seventy-five times you hear it, and then afterwards, you just never want to see it again. Like, oh no. like an ex-lover. <laughs> <laughs> oh <dear. laughs> um,
3: Why did you say you were okay with watching this?
5: Because it's a musical and it's a murder mystery and <laughs> you guys picked it out and <laughs> it's probably a better choice than
2: our original. That-
5: and it's just, I feel like it is so overplayed. Um, since 1927, it has been on a revival at least every year and a half. And it seems like it never stops touring. Like, mm. like we get it. Chicago. I I would like to see Chicago leave Broadway for more than five years and make room for, make room for, um, a little bit. Tucson. (laughs) More diverse, Mm. other higher quality shows that aren't overplayed. Like, I really don't need to see Cats or Les Miserables ever again.
1: (laughs) But I would love to
5: see A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder played more.
1: Mm.
5: It was a brilliant, well acted play, very, very Agatha Christie. People get knocked off one by one in a very humorous way.
4: Ooh. ooh, so that's fun
5: i would I would like to see these side or off- Broadway shows mm-hmm. get more more exposure,
4: okay, yeah, like that
3: little one called Hamilton <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> I don't think that needs any more exposure, mm-hmm. but it is great.
5: The last ship was a beautiful play composed by Sting. And it was this beautiful epic love story set in, in the industrial revolution of Scotland where Hmm. people were losing their jobs. And it's loosely based on a true story that, um, two young lovers torn away by hopes and dreams and a father's unyielding expectation for his son to work in the shipyard who, um, was mortally injured when an accident happened. And, um,
4: it's so just, that's the movie you're going to be playing in your head,
5: <laughs> singing along to the wrong soundtrack. <laughs> so I mean, and that only had such a short run. Um, I got to see the poster while I was in Liverpool, oh. but it didn't open until the day after I left. Oh, so I sure. really missed out. So get rid of cats and the Miserable in Chicago, and and bring some of these underrated <laughs> plays
2: in. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, with
4: that, let's
5: go
4: <laughs> watch Chicago.
2: Yeah, we're going to go watch Chicago. Join us when we get back.
4: <laughs> and all that
3: jazz
0: is 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 <laughs> doing a cross up of cats and
3: <laughs> 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 <Yes>.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> i only know the line and all that jazz so somebody else has got I to take either. over from me here maybe somebody that uh, produced yeah. the play
5: Oh, I yeah. that was was
4: me. (laughs) He's like no.
5: He's like Um, we had to
4: give him like some tea and set him down for a while.
5: I even forgot that I was in the opening number as one of the dancers until I saw him doing it, and I subconsciously started rubbing my my hand down my knee. It's like oh, that's it.
2: Well, that was Chicago, who Chicago. had a good time. Chicago. I'll jump ah, right in. I enjoyed okay.
4: that. Yeah, yeah. Go, Patrick.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey. All right. And that's a wrap. We'll see you okay. next <laughs> <laughs> Brett, do the funny,
0: weird movie title for next time. We're done.
4: So how accurate was the movie to Chicago, Patrick? It looks like. Oh, if I was, go to Chicago as a woman, I have nothing to worry about because apparently only women murder in Chicago. As
2: long as it's, you have a gun with
0: you.
4: Yeah, that's that's the vibe I god. Is it's just women who are the killers there.
0: I mean it might this will have been at home movie for me growing up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you go to my mom's house and she pulls on pulls out an old VHS and pops it in. It's gonna look you're not gonna be able to Tell the difference. I mean, that's just <laughs> mm-hmm. it's you just do you own a, a lot of yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, you have to brush the glitter off every morning. I feel
4: like this is a rare case of a movie where there's not a lot wrong with it as far as today's standards. If we want to talk about that, like normally it's like, oh, there was the super racist thing or oh, yeah, there yeah. was the super sexist thing. And I mean, there is sort of a problem with the fact that women are scantily clad throughout the whole movie. But that's <laughs> yeah, just that's the style, us. I think, of the theater well, production, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> especially a movie that not only was made 17 years ago and a lot. It doesn't seem that long ago, but as we've seen in the movies we watched, a lot has changed Mm-hmm. in those 17 years um but not only that but that was set and originally written <coughs> way before that and set yeah. in the 20s mm-hmm.
3: i mean leave it up to those ostracized like gay theater people to have a very inclusive story who would have thought who would have thought <laughs> like, <laughs> good job casey <laughs> i'm making assumptions about who wrote it but
2: yeah i you mean know, like that was definitely the uh the most uh the most, like, weird social stuff I could say about it now is just, like, the directing. Like, uh, I, I was watching this uh, thing about, you know, the male gaze stuff. And it's just, like, there's shots in this where it's just, like, yeah, burlesque is fun for everyone. But there's also some shots where it's, like, like oh, I bet this like, a dude was directing that for yeah. sure. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Definitely. Because
2: <laughs> women, women film sexy women differently than guys film sexy
4: women. Yeah. Yep. There a lot of butt shots lots for of butts,
2: sure. Lots of lots of the crotches and oh. the mm-hmm. boobages. Like mm-hmm.
0: the outfits is that I feel like that was just how the outfits were. Yeah. For those it's but yeah, to Brett's point, I think yes, the uh, the the shots, the cinematography at some points was very it's like that was completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I got no, no problem with <laughs> the, with the cabaret, but the direction was definitely from a certain perspective.
4: I'm glad yeah. you brought up the direction though because I do feel like personally I think the direction is like one of the the highlights of this film. Like mm-hmm. there were so many fun match cuts, like yeah. match frame cuts and like fun transitions from the scene into the musical piece. Like I really liked that and and I like like in the very beginning where Roxy reaches up for the bed pole holes when she's having sex with the guy and then Catherine Zita Jones also reaches up and grabs the hands of two guys on stage and it's like this wonderful match cut
1: mm-hmm. you know
4: there were so many of those that were really fun
2: yeah totally I mean the movie was full of it and they had like the flashbulb transitions a bunch mm-hmm. of times
3: yeah and- and I feel like they did a really good job of not going too over the top and making it feel like a traditional movie but also being really careful and deliberate about what parts of like cinematography and film they added to plus the play. Mm. So like... In a, on a stage, you can't quick cut between two different um, locations, but they did that a lot in the film to show the juxtaposition of like how the characters are viewing themselves versus their real situation, mm-hmm. which was really fun. I really liked that.
0: That was that was new for me, and I, I had written that down. That was a point that I liked, because in the actual sh- live stage show, they can't mm-hmm. do that where it's cutting between the the quote unquote like real world version of the scene mm-hmm. and then the cabaret mm-hmm. version of the scene mm-hmm. you yeah. just pretty much get the cabaret version so that was I kind of liked that uh, I'm really curious though Casey just as someone who I know you just been you probably could have closed your eyes you probably just t- could have taken a nap and then still woke up and talked and, and <laughs> woken up and, and talked about this in
4: his lap the whole time oh,
0: okay and yeah heaven, I was, I was so. pretty happy <laughs> devoid of your own personal the fact that you spent it sounds like so much time and energy just running this into the ground. Did you still find it somewhat enjoyable?
5: I did. Um, using seeing the different interpretation uh, on the screen versus on on stage was quite unique. Even though the the main parts of the storyline and the whole concept is fluid throughout from from the play to the screen, there are some unique things that you can do on the screen that you can't do on the stage. Like mm-hmm. like those match cuts were really impressive. Yeah. But um, there are some ways you could pull it off. Like I've seen them do split stages mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. scenes are going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, the actor
4: runs back and forth kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was asking you while we were watching it how they did um, some of those, like specifically the transition to her I think it's like Roxy's first song from yeah, when she's, yeah, when she's when like her
3: husband admits that
4: he wasn't the one that shot her, yeah, thing. and at first she's praising him, and you were saying that for your production she you dimmed all the lights and it was just a spotlight on her right?
5: mm-hmm. yeah so we did um sort of a 25 percent illumination on the rest of the set so you can still see oh. other characters moving around back or um in the background but the main the the focus light was on her on roxy hart's character as she moved around and would dance cool. and come a little bit closer um downstage mm-hmm. toward the audience
3: You'd mentioned something really interesting, too, about having multiple layers of curtains that you could close and open oh,
4: to reveal yeah.
3: different scenes. And people could set dress while
4: they're still performing behind another curtain.
5: Correct. We were using um, three three different layers for the curtains, um, so we could be setting up for two scenes or another scene ahead while the actors are performing in wow. the very front.
4: Did um, you have an intermission we did. Okay.
5: Yeah. I oh. don't think our audience members, mostly <laughs> people who couldn't <laughs> hold their bladder for, for two, two to three hours. <laughs>
1: yeah.
5: Um, yeah. It, I think it would be a little bit longer because we do have to, on stage, allow for extra time to do set dresses, um, the intermissions mm.
1: mm-hmm.
5: and such, you know, that could add an extra two to three minutes between every scene.
4: Wow. Yeah.
5: So Definitely. two hours can stretch to three hours really quickly. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
5: Um, we didn't have to worry about props though. I, I guess in like, unlike Carrie, we had to take a lot of extra time to set up the stage, especially the uh, pig's blood scene. <laughs> that, <you> know, <laughs> <and> the audience <laughs> had to wait a little bit longer uh, for that. Yeah. Um, but because the director chose not to use so much, so many props or Sets, mm-hmm. we were able to move a little bit faster. Awesome, um, yeah. like the cell block tango was all done with clever lighting
0: tricks and uh, yeah. silk screens.
3: That's my favorite number.
0: Is that yeah. the he had it coming one? Yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, watch out, Brett. Her favorite one is when all the women tell
1: how they <laughs> killed their guys.
3: <laughs> you better watch out for your animal-loving vegetarian guide dog raising wife. And,
4: you know, don't chew gum because apparently that's like the threshold. It's just all you have to do is chew gum Mm -hmm. and then you can be murdered. Not chew. Pop. (laughs)
1: Jesus.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The reverse of this is if you have like an audio pop on your mic,
3: Brett will murder you. It's true.
2: (laughs) a plosive before every episode i'm like everybody stop fucking breathing into your microphones
3: oh i've (laughs) definitely done that i got some cat hair on my mic and i blew it off uh so you (laughs) can love that editing it later so if sam's murdered next week we all know why
1: she had it coming
2: (laughs) this is my evidence
4: (laughs) i think my favorite was the court scene where he's, like... Ooh, the razzle-dazzle? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, he's, like, mouthing the words that he's told her to say. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that you mean the... the uh,
0: ventriloquist
4: scene. No, not that one. It's later when she's actually in the court hear- hearing. I don't even know if it was a song. It was just a scene that I liked. His, where was- she's, like, on the stand, and they're, like, you know... When the other guy's, like, objection, he's leading... But he's, like, mouthing the words that he's, like, told her to practice, you know? Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah, that was a beautiful moment.
4: And they're, like, doing everything that Kath Rosita Jones had, like, pitched to him. and hmm um, You were saying, Sam,
3: some of the similarities of the real woman
1: oh, in yeah, the movie. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, so, as crazy as this story is, like... A lot of it happened to the real lady. Um, so, Al- Alua? Balua. Like
1: um, the the
3: IRL Roxy. I'll we'll just call her that because I can't say this 100-year-old mm-hmm. name. Um, yeah, she really did shoot this guy in her master bedroom that her and her husband would share. And you her, said she shot him in the back, though, as he was, like, turning yeah. around? Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so yeah, she shot him in the back as he was putting on his coat and hat, and then she played uh, a Foxtrot record, Hula Loo, over and over for about four hours as she sat drinking cocktails and watching the guy die. Hardcore. Hardcore. And then wow. she called her husband... And said she had killed a man who tried to make love to her. And her story, like Roxy's, like, changed over time. You know, she, like, added and... Did she do the it, fake uh, baby, too? I, I can Did remember. she have a
5: habit of jumping into yeah. random soliloquies?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Um, so her final story for the trial is that she had told Caldested, the guy that she shot, that she was pregnant. They struggled and they both reached for the gun. And so, like, her version to the trial is the version that Roxy told the trial. So I think she, too, had a fake pregnancy. Mm. Um, It's unclear whether she said she was pregnant at the time of the trial or if she just said that at the time of the murder. Um, But, yeah, her poor husband, Albert, pulled all of his money, got her the best lawyers, stood through her through the whole trial, and then the day after the trial, when she was acquitted... She announced, I left my husband. He is too slow. And then divorced him.
2: Wow, this was like a really, really true story.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. So it took like two years for them to actually be divorced. But she, at the time of divorce, claimed that her husband had deserted her. Uh, probably because she left him after all of that and a murder and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and her husband really was a car
1: That's mechanic.
3: we <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, and they really did run to Chicago. So, oh. so she got married in Kentucky with her husband. They both moved to Chicago. Oh. So like that spin on her background from the movie is true to the real mm. murderer lady yeah, whose name I can't pronounce. You brought up the husband
4: and... Uh I wanna talk about him because in my opinion he's the only likable character in this entire movie. <laughs> I I feel like uh I as I was watching it, I was like, Oh yeah, that's why I wasn't like jazzed <laughs> on this movie. Was because I oh, feel boy. like everyone
3: sucks. Like except <laughs> yeah, John C. Riley. They're all uh, terrible immoral
0: characters. I don't know if he's I'll say he's the only like good natured character. Uh Richard Gere's character is a total scumbag, but I'd party with him. I wouldn't, ever, like, <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust him as a close confidant or friend, or you know. I'd, I wouldn't, I'd never but turn my back on him.
4: In Bangkok, is like,
0: I'd never, <laughs> I'd never like trust him with anything of value, or, or like, or you know, uh, but yeah, I'd part, I'd party with the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Tay Diggs' character didn't seem so bad. Who's yeah. Tay Diggs?
4: Which one was that?
5: He was Five, six, so he's seven the eight.
4: Oh, the announcement. <laughs> the the sort of
5: yeah, guy in town. the
4: guy who's like not even probably a real character. He's just <laughs> it's the,
5: the narrator. narrator. And um, uh, uh-uh, uh, the Ukrainian one, oh, the yeah. only one who mm-hmm. didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Was sentenced.
3: Oh, while we were watching the movie, you mentioned a cool, cool trivia fact about her.
5: Oh, that. The, act, or the character in Chicago is supposed to be Russian, but they cast a Ukrainian woman oh. and they requested that the Ukrainian woman try and speak in her best Russian accent, but she struggled with it a little bit. So she did this sort of weird Ukrainian-Russian hybrid accent that was so convoluted that neither ukrainians nor russians could understand what she was saying oh
4: interesting (laughs) i like that they didn't translate it or put you know subtitles like that was a fun you know choice i Mm -hmm. I found that really interesting
2: although it is a little confusing why they didn't just make her ukrainian like that would have been such a small unimportant change
3: yeah it's not that big of (laughs) a deal I know. That's what I was saying. I'm like, us Americans would never know the difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The lighting in this movie is really amazing,
4: too, because, you know, of course, it's a major motion picture. So, of course, you know, 40, what'd you say, $40 million budget. Mm -hmm. They definitely had the budget for
3: lights. But I love that they lit it in the style of 1920s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally fun. And they even did um, some of the lighting tricks that the stage play does like during mm-hmm. the um he had It Coming" sequence. Um "Jailhouse Tango." Yeah, "Jailhouse Tango." That-
5: Cell Block Tango. Cell Block,
3: Cell block tango. excuse <laughs> me. Uh, um they How like dare you. the lights Jailhouse to look like rock. bars. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, really cool. It's great. The costumes were amazing. Mm-hmm. Um they like this is really fun, and I loved the juxtaposition in the costuming as well of having, like, the super glitzy costumes for when they're doing their cabaret scenes versus the, like, more realistic ones while they're in the courthouse.
2: Mm-hmm. Richard Gere's sequence suit.
1: Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> that
3: was great.
5: <laughs> you know, um, when it comes to costume and hair design, the director asked Catherine Zeta-Jones to keep her hair long because she wore her hair long at the time, uh-huh. but she couldn't do it she was doing all these flips she did her own stunts but she couldn't do her stunts in heels doing with flips hair. while pregnant with hair flying all over her face yeah. so she insisted on cutting her hair into the traditional bob
0: of the late it 20s it's so
4: cute on her too yeah, it does. yeah it's good that
0: that was one thing that struck me man that especially their final number that um, looks so exhausting I the know. dancing they're doing and they That's, did a
3: great job like mm mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and we were talking about how um, Renee Zellweger just looks ripped in this movie. Yeah, definitely. Like when they're
3: they're booking her into the jailhouse, and she has like her arms on the measuring wall. Yeah, we're like, damn, that girl could punch your lights out.
5: Yeah, they they were all very skilled. Even Richard Gere had to take three months of tap dancing courses yeah. just to do that scene. These actors were very impressive.
4: Yeah, I feel like this movie is all about the music and the dance, of course. And for me, the plot was just not the best. Like, the plot and characters were lacking but the music and dancing numbers are just like amazing and like i said the direction and lighting and everything i can see why people like this film but i just felt like story wise it was lacking for me characters that i related to or liked or were you know i didn't really care if she died or not <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> Oh, I was gonna say because I guess that's fair if you like because I thought I feel like the point was that her character I mean everyone was so reprehensible mm-hmm.
4: it just made it hard for me to to care about any of the characters you know
1: so, mm-hmm.
4: it's t- I think it's all about like the plot twist of like oh she's pregnant you know yeah um,
3: for well sure. it's 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 like the the mirroring of like it's a play within a play of like these people are putting on a performance mm-hmm. to cover up for how terrible they are. So uh-uh. you're not watching it because they're good characters, you're watching it for like the fascination of like wondering how low they'll stoop.
2: It kind of just felt like a like a procedural but like from the <laughs> criminal's perspective. Yes.
4: Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it's interesting cuz like, you know, Moulin Rouge is the sort of the same as a play within a play, you mm-hmm. know. Um but yeah, I just I just don't fall in love with any of the characters here, which mm-hmm. I think was what how I felt when I originally saw it.
5: No, I understand. I mean, I could I could see that because even the most awful villains should have some sort of redeeming quality to make them likable, mm-hmm. in order to give them uh, yeah. more depth and dimension. Because if you don't have that kind of depth and dimension, you're getting what is a Disney villain essentially and nobody wants a disney villain you want you want something like sweeney todd that actor um i'm talking about the the angela lansbury version not the helena bonham carter which (laughs) i still enjoyed but even sweeney todd himself was an anti-hero but he had so many redeeming qualities and Mm -hmm. unlike roxy hart who just killed out of crazy selfish irrationalness we saw sweeney todd go into this downward spiral because of what society in London did to him at the time mm-hmm. and forced him to make all these terrible decisions until he saw nothing but revenge. So that sort of depth and dimension we can understand and relate to mm-hmm. his anti-hero side. Whereas, yeah, and I
4: think it would have been easy to inject a little bit of that for both Roxy and Catherine zeta Jones because I would have liked her character... To be a little more likable too, because she was really interesting, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, kind of both the same character, just at opposite ends of their career, right? (laughs) You know, one's beginning and one's at the end.
0: They Mm -hmm. are, but this is gonna sound weird, but there is an honesty to Velma's dishonesty. Mm -hmm. If that makes, she's very that it it felt less. I don't. At the end of the day, they're both just trying to you know scratch and claw their way to get what they want and Mm -hmm. cheat the system and get away with literal murder. Um, But there was just something about Catherine Zeta-Jones Velma that was very honest and not cruel or vindictive about it. He was just very almost pragmatic where it's like, this is where I'm at. This is where I need to get to. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I'm going to work to get to that point. Whereas like Renee Zellweger's Roxy was just so, so devious. So just... I will literally the nicest person in the world, I will just stab him in the heart. Yeah. Uh figuratively, she'd probably do it literally too. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um
4: <laughs> Interesting because I felt like Velma was more shady. Oh uh, Roxy. I, I got the no, I, like, I got like,
0: the Yeah, I got the impression Roxy's threshold for what she would be willing to do was way, way further out there. Because
4: she Velma. appeared in court with the diary and like
3: you know, tried to put Roxy in the grave. Well, that was what Richard Gere's character revealed at the end, is that he planted... Right, but she didn't know that. I think Velma did. No,
4: No, she didn't know. She said she she didn't know. Because Mama gave it to her, and Mama was like, oh, Mama told her I found it in Roxy's room. And so Velma totally thought, you know, that she was going in there to... But
2: I would like to point out that that's doing the right thing yeah if she if, well if she had, if she thought she had the real evidence that would prove her a murderer but she wasn't
4: doing it for the right reason oh who cares <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking about the morality of her character i'm just saying she was
2: doing good
4: yeah
0: well the thing is though the, the point of that was that she was implying that she had gotten a deal from the da but if he wasn't involved at all and she didn't actually have a deal from him then she wasn't on it because why else should, would she have done it or maybe yeah. she had the, the diary and she reached out to him and then he made the deal. Do- I don't well, know. Well, but... I
4: think he planted the diary and didn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. And Richard then,
0: Gere did. Yeah, yeah.
4: And then Mama gave it to her, Velma. And Velma went to the DA saying, I have evidence. If you do a deal with me, I will give you the evidence. It's okay. usually how okay. that would work in that scenario.
0: But, and again, it's all subjective. I was just left with the impression of, here's what's different about the two of them. Mm-hmm. Velma made a terror did something really terrible in a serious in the heat of the moment they both did but velma did something terrible she realizes it was terrible she's like i know that was terrible i'm still gonna do what i gotta do to get myself out of it Mm -hmm. but i'm never gonna do that again holy shit that was a fuck up i need to just kind of watch myself Mm -hmm. roxy strikes me as the type who looks at that same situation and is like i can get away with murder and will a hundred percent fallback on murder is a problem solver I mean, in the future
3: that's so because yeah, <laughs> i
4: feel
1: yeah. the
3: exact opposite about the characters well here's the the difference between their two cases too is like Vilma knows it was wrong and is denying she ever did it because she knows that if she admits it that you know she would be guilty uh roxy is like yeah i did it but it's okay so I think mm. that's where that comes from, is like...
2: Yeah, it was like, even in the moment, she was, like, uh, her trying to talk... I do uh, it again? Yeah. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. It, but Velma
4: says, like, she has that whole, he had it coming, and she even says in the song, I would do it again. Like, I don't think she is like, I will never murder someone again. I don't I don't think that's her character.
5: You know, and I it could be the actor's interpretations, because mm-hmm. I did see my first... Uh, My first time I've ever seen Chicago, the Catherine Zeta-Jones character Mm -hmm. played the character way more timid and shy. Whereas Mm -hmm. Catherine Zeta-Jones, you know, when she was stomping during the cell block tango, like she was angry, stomping, like ferocious. And the version that I'd seen was she seemed genuinely sorry for it the way that the actress.
1: So So I wonder if
4: that's how was that how it came across when you saw the play, Patrick? Is that where you're maybe getting that vibe?
2: Too? No, I'm. I'm trying to think back. I'm. Um, I'm a, I'm a little on Pat's, I'm side, on Pat's side, but too, it's yeah. mostly like I feel like yeah. they had. Uh, um,
1: she literally it was says like she would do it the again, honest,
2: But like the honest mobster kind of yeah. thing, where it was just like, like, yeah, I know I'm doing wrong, yeah. but like, there's a code to the I'm doing. Yeah. Whereas like Roxy was like, I will just fucking kill people because it's yeah. it making a celebrity.
4: But what makes you think Roxy? Like, I don't, I just don't know anything that Roxy said that would point to that.
0: It was just the sum whole of actions and everything. It was not. I know part of the song, Velma says, "I'd do it again." Now again, I take that as. That very specific instance, she would say she'd do it again. Um, It it was just, and again, this is totally subjective, right? Mm -hmm. Which, that'd be a fun listener poll. Like, which one do you think is more likely to murder again to get what they want? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because I just, it was kind of the sum total of their actions, That was the vibe that I was left with was that and this is just on the movie base that we just watched, but
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that Velma doesn't ever want to have a brush with the law again. She just wants to make a a, a good living performing as long as she can and is able to and just kind of do her thing. Uh, Roxy Mm -hmm. wants to perform, but she wants to be famous performing and she will 100 percent rely on murder again if it feels like it's
5: this is really interesting this is an interesting topic because at the same time it was velma who put it into roxy's head when Mm -hmm. roxy was in the cell block Mm -hmm. velma even said remember the only thing that um
2: billy is in it for is
1: billy Billy. remember
5: they're paying to see you roxy
2: most of my opinion on Velma's character was actually informed by like one minor scene, which is the last scene with Mama and when when they handed the diary over, because mm-hmm. uh, that whole conversation they were having was like the uh, I've seen it like in The Godfather or something, where it was like the the like the mobster code conversation mm-hmm. where they're just like mm-hmm. you know they the, you know once they get famous they just leave you in the dust and mm-hmm. like so that was kind of where I was coming from on on that was like it mm-hmm. seemed like there was a lot of criminal uh camaraderie between mama and velma in that scene that roxy never seemed to share with anyone and so that it kind of felt like the you know the criminals code sort of thing
1: yeah yeah. which is
3: why honesty yeah with velma and that's why i think pat and i feel that she's a little better because she's like i'm a terrible person but i'm fucking honest about it whereas roxy's like i'm a great person like Mm -hmm. what are you talking about i'm not evil and it's like it did come like, off like, a little bit yeah. like
2: Roxy never thought she would ever did a, the thing wrong yeah like I had a revelation and this is going off of basically the last
0: two pieces of media I've consumed at this point uh, which all was this, the other all one? this all this you'll see all this intrigue <laughs> and backstabbing and actual murder and trying to work the system and jockeying for power guys Chicago is Prohibition era musical Game of Thrones <laughs> oh, yes
3: the, the one major difference, though, is that in Chicago, murder is definitely wrong. And in Game of Thrones, it's just a pastime. Yeah,
0: <laughs> just winter, uh, winter is uh, coming.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: you know, there were some other characters, too, that I wished that we would have seen more development in the movie, mm-hmm. like Lucy Lou. They did such a wonderful job of creating this new feisty character. And I fell for the razzle-dazzle. I mean, I wanted to know everything about this character. And then suddenly we never see her after three minutes. I thought she was
4: going to, like...
5: Whip them both into shape.
4: Yeah, I thought Mm -hmm. she was going to become, like, the third member of their little...
5: Thing, mm, that, I, and I wanted to see more of that conflict, that richness yeah. and diversity in the characters because Velma and Roxy, despite their differences, in general, the characters were so similar, similar yeah, that yeah. that Lucy Liu's character really could have been that dynamic mm-hmm. trifecta.
1: Yeah, Yeah. because she had
3: this, like, confidence about her. Like, Mm. I'm rich, and I don't need you to, like, validate how important I am. Like, I'm old money. I know this. Yeah. And, Mm. like, it was really fascinating. I mean, they waltz her into prison wearing pearls. Mm -hmm.
5: And then she kicks the... paparazzo yeah
3: journalist or whatever Mm -hmm. no she was a great character and it's really fun how she played that and you just want to see more i know
5: i want to see how her character interaction would have been with mama morton because you know with her wealth she could have she could have been an owner or an investor of the prison she could have been her boss and you know that she would have been able to hire a better lawyer than billy there's, oh, there's no better lawyer than billy really Chi- oh, no. chicago
0: too
3: yeah write the sequel casey. casey was saying he'd only ever work on chicago again if it was the sequel it's your and
0: next yeah, so... write it. Chi- yeah write what it what did you say brett <laughs> two next
5: chicago chicago oh, <laughs> chicago too chicagoer yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
5: yeah. the Jesus. windy apple yes <laughs> oh
1: man <laughs>
4: You want to get some
3: final thoughts?
4: Yeah. Casey, why don't we start with you? What are your final thoughts after you've calmed down from your (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: flashback?
5: For a film version, um, usually musicals, theater does not translate to movies very well. But Mm -hmm. I think in this particular case, it did. It translated. Again, I would have liked to see more character development. Um, maybe stretched it out a little farther, even if it means a longer running time. Um, the set design was incredible, completely different than a Fosse play. So I like to see that. Very
4: extravagant.
5: Mm -hmm. And sometimes Uh, the acting was impressive. Um, I would have liked to see other. Actors play the role like Kathy Bates was supposed to be up for Mama Morton. I would have liked to see how that would have. Yeah, we were talking about
4: how uh, Beyonce would have been great for Catherine Zeta Jones' role as well. Mm
5: -hmm. Yeah, so altogether, I I liked it um, because I have seen Chicago, the plays and the movies. Well over fifty times, I mm-hmm. will go the rest of my life without seeing it. Probably, I hope, <laughs> unless there was some sort of new version of it. Um, but I did. Well, you got to write it. I, yeah, I liked it. maybe uh, maybe in space, perhaps oh, Chicago in oh, sp- oh. space, Chicago, space Chicago.
4: <laughs>
5: space Cago. Do you want to collab on that? Yeah.
4: <laughs> he specializes
3: in sci-fi, so
5: oh. <laughs> there you go. Dystopian, nuclear apocalypse, wasteland, yeah. or Burlesque mm-hmm. in space. Under the sea. Burlesque
3: in space. I just hear that, like oh the God. Muppets. Yes. Burlesque in space. in
1: space.
0: I'm just picturing Richard Gere in like a spacesuit doing his tap dance on the outside of a spaceship hull oh. like, <laughs> with like a, ne- oh, with like a cool. nebula in the background. Yeah, totally. Give <laughs> him the old razzle dazzle over
3: Guys, we got some gold here. Yeah. What about you, Sam? Um. Dude, it was still so much fun. I really liked it. Um it felt a little slow in the middle. I don't know if it's just because it's morning time and I'm like trying to start my day or what. But I, mean, like, I ate cheese. I so ate a ton cheese. of cheese. Uh, I don't think that affected it. I had cheese <laughs> got for breakfast. Cheese plate. I
0: I love I love statements like that. It's like an it's like <laughs> I'm really tired of just ate a lot of cheese today. I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love things like that. <laughs>
3: It, it felt a little slow in the middle, but that's really my only complaint. Like, it was great. The songs were great. The acting was great. They were somehow incredibly true to the stage play mm-hmm. while doing a really great cinematic adaptation of the story. So, I think they did a really, really difficult thing and balanced those two in a really, really amazing, entertaining way. And I'm not surprised it was as popular of a film as it
2: was so
4: Mm -hmm. how about you brett this was your pick yeah um
2: i think it held up pretty well uh i definitely like you know musical stuff like the songs always had my attention but definitely i agree with sam that there was uh i'm gonna have to start categorizing this as like a new thing i don't have a name for it yet but it's like the movie where Something happened at the beginning, and then somehow we got to the end, and there was, like, a plot in the middle that I forgot.
4: Wasn't that—it yeah. was, like, the same way uh, Patrick felt about Moulin Rouge, where it dragged in the middle.
2: Yeah, well, Moulin Rouge had the entire movie in the first five minutes, and then—
1: <laughs> Fifteen, to be fair. <laughs> uh, but,
2: yeah, this, was, this kind of felt like, too, like that, too. Like, they could have cut— like, story-wise, probably, like, 80% of this movie out, and then it would have been the same. Yeah. Like,
3: the plot is not. 80% might be a little generous. You got but. the
2: murder. You got the the co- coercion or whatever. Not coercion. Uh, the coercion. Collusion with the lawyer, and then like the court thing at the end, and that's all you need to tell like a criminal mm-hmm. story. And then the I rest wish of it was we like,
4: didn't know that she murdered him. I kind of wish that as the movie went on,
3: we find out how guilty she really is. Like, wouldn't have that been more?
4: So interesting?
2: you wanted you wanted yeah. the murder mystery? Yeah, you
3: yeah. wanted the murder. I I uh, like it upfront. Like, it's interesting to get a villain's perspective.
2: Um, but I I, yeah, I really liked this. Uh I think I didn't actually like make a specific note, but thinking back on it, like. It almost seemed the way they filmed it that the real life scenes actually were like less saturated than the yeah, the right. dance number scenes. I and think that
4: was costuming. A yeah. lot of costumes. The costumes were more dull.
2: Yeah, the, yeah. Everything was kind of like, and so it was like all of the dance numbers uh, were like this is actually like more real than the act the thing that's going on, which mm-hmm. is a fun take on on viewing it. Um. John C. Riley was entirely believable as that guy. Oh, I know. It just -hmm. just
4: hurts. Yeah, Yeah. he's so lovable.
2: Yeah, and everybody else is putting on a show. And I think that that was such a weird because he was my least favorite character when back when I was younger because I was just Mm -hmm. like, this guy's fucking boring. And like, Mm -hmm. but watching it now, it's just. He's the only one taking it seriously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: that moment is, where
4: he's like, I want you to come home with the baby. It was just like,
3: oh. And she's like, you idiot. There is no. And it's like, oh, it hurts so yeah. bad. Yeah. It's, I mean, he's right. Like, lives are on the line. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And he is the only one treating it like he really should be. So. Yeah.
2: yeah. But so anyway. Yeah, I liked it. And um, yeah. I'm proud to watch it again.
3: Patrick.
0: Uh, I found it very enjoyable. I don't know that I'd ever Just go out of my movie. way to watch it again, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, I don't really have much to. Compl- I no, don't
2: really have anything to complain about.
4: Yeah, I think I'm in the same <laughs> boat. I came down pretty hard on the plot and the characters, but it was still a fun movie to watch and like visually with the the dancing and the singing and the the costuming and everything mm-hmm. like. Really fun to watch for sure. But I sort of same boat where I don't think I would watch it again. You know, I'm like, OK, it was OK for me.
2: That was like my initial like in, introduction to this it was several viewings, none of which the, I instigated. Mm. It's like if it's on. I'll, I'll watch it, but mm, like
4: mm-hmm.
2: I'm not going to like do it. Put it in, yeah. <laughs> there is still one thing that's
5: bothering me about this, and it's one line. It's all it was. There was one line in the movie, or it was not in the movie, and that was Christine Baranski's line, oh, where yeah. in oh. the original play, um, Christine Baranski, her character... Um,
4: She's the, the woman the, reporter. Uh, uh, yeah. <sighs>
5: what is it? Sunshine. Sunsh- Mary Sunshine. Mary Sunshine is actually a man. But we don't, the audience doesn't find out Mary Sunshine is a man until the second act when she says, Some things aren't always as they seem. And then somebody removes her wig, and the audience then realizes that Mary Sunshine has been a man the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that is such a pinnacle for her storyline, her own character mm-hmm. arc. And by removing it in the movie, christine baranski who's an amazing actress mm-hmm. her character is just flatline she is no different yeah. in the end as she was in the beginning
4: and that's and, kind of the theme of the whole thing right Th- things aren't as they seem these people are all putting on a front and just mm-hmm. to get the attention
5: it's like that's the hook line that defines what these movies are about and mm-hmm. i feel like the director took that away from the screenwriter mm-hmm. by not putting it in
1: mm-hmm. and
5: took also away from christine bransky's um opportunity to mm. really develop her to character <laughs> and and show
2: show her skills with that role yeah i wonder if that's like because i could see it like i could see it both ways like it could have worked and like been a really cool moment for that character uh but like on the on this show we watch a lot of movies where like stuff that might have come off okay like they might have thought like I wonder if they thought that they couldn't film it without making it look like a transphobic joke, you know? Like because you don't want that in, like you don't want it to be mm-hmm. a joke, mm-hmm. you know? And like if I have to feel like that's a a thing that a lot of directors have a hard time doing is like portraying that stuff appropriately. So it might have been like an omission via like just they couldn't. Handle I'm not sure it that themselves.
4: they were thinking about that back then, though. In 2002, I yeah.
2: mean, considering how unproblematic most of this movie was, like. And how fucked up most of the stuff we watch is. Like, some thought had to go into it. Like, they they mm-hmm. could have gone really off the rails in, in several places. Yeah, I, I could
0: I could see it, or something where the maybe director, maybe even they tried to do it with nuance and care and respect, but got a producer note of yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, this is a gag. Let's ham it up, or, and then the director's like, "Yeah, we're just not." Or the clip they time. filmed it totally fucked
2: up, and then somebody called it out. Was like,
3: no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, too, like the context of this time in two thousand and two, like that "so gay" was still a phrase that everyone was saying. Like it could have just been something that like audiences weren't ready for. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and that they could have done it with care, but it wouldn't have been taken the right way. So. I'd be curious. I'd love to know why they omitted that.
2: Yeah, because obviously it's done for a reason because they left so much in.
1: They were so authentic, yeah. Yeah,
5: especially in um, Hairspray, um, the movie Hairspray, it's John Travolta plays Mm -hmm. the wife. And -hmm. it's always been that way. It's traditional that the wife is always played by a man. And so they got away with it in
1: Hairspray.
3: But Hairspray, Hmm. I feel, was much later. Hairspray was two thousand
4: and seven. Two
2: thousand and seven. Okay, so it came hmm. a
5: little bit later.
2: Well, right on. I think that's a, a wrap on Chicago.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, what you want to pitch your your stuff again for the listeners, Casey? Oh, uh, first I want to say thank you guys for having me
0: on your show. Oh of yeah, of course.
3: We've been trying to get Casey on for a long time, a really long time. Yes. Like
0: you're so welcome.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks. Thanks yeah, for thank coming you. on.
0: This was a lot of fun.
4: Yeah. yeah, and where can you're on Twitter, right? What's your Twitter handle? Um,
5: it's at LKScott1. I had to add the one because I wasn't the first LKScott. <gasps>
4: How dare you. <gasps> How dare you. So I Did took you murder it.
1: him? The first
5: one. <laughs> I murdered him, I would have taken his Twitter.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you're going to kill someone for gum... <laughs> <laughs> did you try the L.K. Scott? Because that's just what I did. Oh, I just did the, the Pat out oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's Chicago.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, make sure you check out Casey's novels. They're really good. You can get them on Amazon. Are they on? Can you get them on Kindle too?
5: Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. I would recommend the Kindle one since they get updated more. Thanks editors <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: where, where where should where should a a, a reader jump into the uh, uh, lk scott expanded <laughs> yeah. universe well i'm actually i'm
5: working on one that i'm i'm actually kind of proud of right now it's available for free on Wattpad. it's serialization um i'm only doing one chapter at a time and oh. it is a true life version of the tale of aladdin oh. and a lot of people don't know this but oh. the characters from aladdin are actual based off of real people Tell me um more. <laughs> so the sultan is haran al Rashid um in the early 500s and jafar was his royal vizier oh. and it was at the time of some great wars in baghdad iraq and aladdin was actually a half syrian half chinese thief oh. who used to torment this old cart fender <laughs> and i thought that um princess jasmine who is actually an abused daughter of uh, Sultan Haran um, al-Rashid, that's being locked in this palace her her whole life, which I don't know if that part is true, Mm -hmm. but I imagine that Princess Jasmine would have been a little little crazy yeah a little yeah. sociopathic and maybe socially stunted <laughs> so I, I took this story of aladdin and turned it into a very dark realistic Ooh, horror
3: historical
5: fiction that sounds, that
3: sounds cool, cool. Rad. is
5: yeah. there
0: still a monkey
5: <laughs> um there are monkeys but they do not speak um iago is in it he is um based off of a character from 1001 arabian nights um, named Bak who mm-hmm. was the Sultan's royal jester who died in a hilarious way and in death caused this wake of comedy throughout the entire kingdom
3: oh, what? this is oh. in your story or this is in real life that,
5: that's from 1001 Arabian Nights oh. so I I changed the character Bak into Iago he was a really kind of uh, snippy hunchback who <laughs> Who likes to manipulate people, but has a really good sense of humor. Oh, nice. Um, it is definitely for adults only, though you can find <laughs> it on Wattpad.
3: Okay. okay. Yeah.
5: Did you say the name? It's called Aladdin, A Tale of Terror.
3: Mm. Ooh, yeah. Aladdin. I don't think oh. I can the title. Yeah.
5: It is not cool. edited. I'm just writing it for fun, but it's gotten...
3: How Some dare good
1: you do reception. Out of the cool. passion so far. of your own heart <laughs> and put it on the internet. How Without can you not editing. To be ripped apart. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>.
3: <laughs> Judgment for you.
5: Judgment um, for you. Judgment for you. It's actually number one hundred thirty-six in the dark fantasy nice. category. Cool. Oh
4: nice. Wow. Congrats. Cool. So, awesome.
5: Yeah.
0: Right on. Well, yeah. Thanks again. Yeah. Well, thank thanks you guys. For being on. Thank you. We've got a website. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Brett, Brett, Brett,
2: is the website working? It's not. Is the website need, working? Oh, no. It's it's It is oh. working, but I need to figure uh, out how to reinstall the SSL certificate. So it's there, and guys, it's safe. it's totally it's, safe. It's, it's telling you it's not safe for some reason.
1: Oh, okay. yeah. We
2: have Let's Rewatch.com, but you should follow Let's Rewatch
0: on Twitter, yes. and then we'll tell you when it's open again.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's It's yeah.
0: under construction, because it's going to be so awesome. Yeah. Because it's so good. We're putting in, like, elephants and a water park. That's how websites work. Yeah. yeah. Maybe
3: some, like animated gif background like old facebook oh my or god old yeah, my and a space, song and a song to turn off yeah, yeah it just automatically plays a really terrible song when you load the page yeah be great. some
0: spinning clip art we're on some geo city shit yeah,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah geo make sure cities. you follow us on twitter
4: we're at let's rewatch where we do fun things like movie polls, and uh, yeah,
3: yeah. If you liked our show, please give us a good review on iTunes and tell your friends. Uh, we love new listeners, and we've gotten a lot of you, and we'd love to get some more.
2: Thanks for listening, everyone. We do this every two weeks. Uh, join us next time when we watch zombie strippers. Ooh! <laughs> oh, I thought we were doing bear avalanche. <laughs> <laughs>